We're eating. We're having a good time. We're eating food. On the pod. On the pod. Hell yeah. It was a nice ass day. We're eating directly into the mic. I already hit record. John doesn't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> it happened when we were like shifting around plates and stuff. I think we leave all that in. Um, I feel like this is gonna be our chillest episode we've ever done. We've seen. We saw a pretty chill movie. We saw a real chill movie. We're both pretty. It was kind of a sleepy movie. Uh, we're both. By the way, we're both uh, on the East Coast. Yeah, we're together. We're in the same outsideness. Yeah, we're outside right now. It's a beautiful day. We just got out of an IMAX screening of Brad Astra. Um, Eating sausage and peps, living the high life. Dude, kudos to your mom. These sausage and peps are stupid. They're straight up stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go make up some more in a minute. All right, I'm going to make some more in a minute. Um... I'll pause. I'll pause the record for that. <laughs> or, or we'll leave it in, and I'll just fill fill some time. <laughs> oh man, these buns are good too. Uh, these good buns. Great buns on the pod. Alright. <laughs> Hello. Hey again. Welcome back to another episode of the Chill Zone with Sean and Andy. <laughs> The chill zone with Sean and Andy. Highway to the chill zone, baby. Highway to the chill zone, baby. I hope this is going to be like an ASMR type experience, where we're just where we're going to get all these out, out outdoor sounds, some wind, some wind chimes, mm-hmm. some some bugs, some birds, some cars. Cars are driving by. We got a limited amount of time because of my battery. But also, I don't know. There's not a ton of um. Not a ton of movie news this week. We were talking about this in the car while we were driving back. Yeah, not a whole lot, really. A lot of trailers dropped already. Yeah. Knives Out trailer would, I guess... You didn't see the new one, but... No. It looks great. Um, Ryan Johnson said, don't. He's like, don't you... Don't you watch that trailer. You don't want any spoilers. I watched it at work. At lunch with, like, everybody. Um... I don't... It maybe shows, like, one or two victims, but I don't... If anything, they weren't, like, any of, like, the named cast. No. So. Like... No. Like a, like a butler type or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, okay, yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Um, the movie's cast, though, is amazing. <laughs> stacked. Jamie Lee Curtis, come on. So stacked. She's, yeah, she's, she's coming back. She's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Halloween. They're doing, like, two more Halloweens? John oh, Park? they are? Mm-hmm. It's... I think it's like Halloween Kills and Halloween Kills Again. It's like the Machete trilogy name. That's awesome. That they were gonna do, but Halloween man, uh, Blumhouse, they got it together, man. Yeah, the new one. Did you see the new one? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. The yeah, that long take is. Mm. It's got plane. Oh, there's an ad on it. It's probably gonna fly over the beach. Life changing before and afters. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We're doing some extra ad time for planes. We're really selling out on the chill zone here. Sean, why are you why are you home right now? Um, it's my birthday next week. Oh fuck yeah! And I wanted to come home because I'm going to a wedding in Maine anyway, like on my birthday. 
Shout out to Maine. So I was uh, I was like, yeah, I'll come a little early and hang out with my bros. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so we had a good time last night. Oh. A bunch, bunch of friends of the podcast came over. Mm-hmm. And um, we watched a bit of Tango and Cash. <laughs> and we finished Tango and Cash today. We started Tango. We watched the first act, I would say. A good 20 to 30 minutes of Tango and Cash. And then I was like... It's I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I'm sleeping on a recliner. I, I gotta get some kind of sleep tonight. I also know this is a clear act break, so I know where I can pick it up. And then we picked it up from it. We started it over, and we watched the whole thing this morning. Yeah, so good. Are we doing? Like, I think E is gonna be really mad if he if we're, if he's not. On. I already told him like you're gonna be on for talking oh, to Oh man! But holy crap. He's just going to yell the last line, though, the whole time. <laughs> He's just going to yell over my dead body the whole time. <laughs> he was so right, though. Kurt Russell really doesn't wind up. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like so ready for it. He's I, amped. I, this is now we're talking about Tango and Cash. Uh, holy crap, I've never... Uh, it's cocaine, the movie. His, every decision felt like it was because cocaine. Which is great, honestly. I think that's so funny. I mean, it was like the trying to keep the '80s alive is 1989. You got Stallone. Mm-hmm. You got Kurt Russell, who mm-hmm. probably coming hot off of Escape from New York, right? Or Escape from L.A. I mean, it's pre- Escape from L.A. was like post to Jurassic Park, which is why like there's like CGI in that movie. But it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it, there's some stuff. So it's like '93, '94. It's like something like that. Where it's okay. like, what? This came out after him? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies where you're like, this came out like two years after Jurassic Park? Why does it look like this? <laughs> then again, there are a lot of movies that came out after Jurassic Park that look worse than Jurassic Park. That's true. Um, like, because Steve Spielberg just knew how to use CGI. He knew how to shoot it. He really knew how to light it. Yeah. And tip it. Get, tip it in there. Yeah. It was... Um, Anyway, so Tango and Cash was like probably my new favorite movie of all time. I, don't uh, I might, I'm gonna have to get some copy of it if it's a 4K version or what. Definitely I'm, better than Suicide Squad. Oh my god! Is I think Tango and Cash is a new ranking on our thing where it's just like okay, better than Suicide Squad. We, did we come up with like a mid range one? I don't think we did. Was it Ant Man? I don't remember. Ant Man and the Wasp is, yeah, maybe, but. I think Tango and Cash was it better than Tango and Cash? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> there aren't a lot of things that are better than Tango and Cash. There's like a monster truck fight when they have like a magic art, like a, a there's oh god, there's a man who's like half his. Okay, okay I gotta spoil one thing in the movie. So when Sean last night decided to tag it, tap out because he watched a little bit more after everyone else passed out, he was just like, yeah, it was when they're together at the prison. And there's someone there. There's, like, one of their cellmates. I couldn't believe this cameo, so, like, I had to turn it off. And I was... You didn't want to ruin who it was. So you gave me a couple of clues. Which were... This person cameos in a lot of things. It's the late 80s. I asked... I had made a couple guesses. You told me it wasn't an action star. And then you said it was somebody's brother. Um, I said Eric Roberts, which was great no. guess, but no. Yeah, and you're like, ah, oh, that's the right, that's the right uh, kind of ballpark. I'm like, okay. Right before they reveal who it is, right when they're going to prison, I'm just like, is it gonna be Ron Howard's brother? Because I couldn't remember his first name. 
couple minutes later, he shows up a fucking Clint Howard. I couldn't believe I fucking guessed. <laughs> um, this is just, this segment's called me patting myself on the, it's, on the back. It, I was like, I didn't. I almost showed my hand. I was like, oh, he got it. I didn't want to say anything. He's a serial killer, and like, he's just playing with a slinky, but he's not really playing with it right. He's just slamming it together. Like he pulls it apart and just slams it together. <laughs> And then there's like a ri- there's like a riot and they and they're trying to escape and he like gets tied up in his own slinky but it's there's like, there are so many there's so much slinky that it's like ops at like it's definitely like five slinkies in <laughs> the prison made no sense the prison they're like oh we're not gonna go into like the main part of the prison then they walk in and it's just flaming debris falling from the ceiling as they're ca- casually cool walking yeah. through it and Stone's like I hate litter yeah he's like oh I hate litter. everything. <laughs> Everything they say, I think, is supposed to be quips, but nothing... Nothing lands. There's no setup. It's just, like, a quip, and then something... They don't, like, talk to each other. They talk at each other the entire time. Nothing connects in a logical way. It's fucking wild. And I loved every second of it. They get an RV that's covered in Gatling guns near the end. James Hong's there just to smoke and, like... (laughs) Look kind of mysterious, I guess. I don't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he's like got a little like he's got always oh, got like a top light on him, and yeah. like he's always just like hold a cigarette like really high. <laughs> For some reason, he holds it like next to his face, and he's always kind of like looking down, like. Oh. <laughs> hmm. The. James Hong's been like sixty-five years old for forty years, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he really has And it's also uh, Jack Palance is the villain He's like the main guy And he's running this Like drug and gun Operation in Los Angeles And He He's got a big ass ring on And he's got A rat ma- Maze bar that He just like Fondles these two rats And puts them in his bar And there's like a he maze two rats in a box Which I don't know how they live <laughs> And then at the end Tango and Cash are driving around and they're all in the coolest van ever made. Uh, move over, A Team. Move over, Curtis Rampage Jackson. Uh, it's a way cooler van than that. And we're like, oh, it's like we're stuck in a maze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wild because it's like. They try to connect it. They try to. Where then suddenly, like, Jack Pounce is like playing games with him where it's like so, there's like a Hall of Mirrors thing at the very end. They try to make it clever and it's not at all. Oh, like, it's. God. They're trying to make him this, like, criminal mastermind and it's. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't come across that way. He is. I think the probably the core of like parodied villains because he's just, yeah he's just like I want to uh, he's like I just can't wait to get Tango and Cash like all oh, I I need to get them like that's that's his one is that he wants to get and it's like they say in the movie why don't you just kill him shoot him in the head and he's like no it's got to be way more elaborate and. <laughs> And I'm gonna put him in a jail for 18 months, but it's really not the jail that they're going to. And they're going to maximum security prison, and they think they're going. It's like, and they're like, "There's no golf course here." I'm like, "Wait, what? There's golf uh, courses in security." Robert Zadar is there. If, you, if anyone knows who Robert Zadar, I've said Robert Zadar a lot in the last like 24 hours. A lot of things have been said. Multiple Tango and Cash. I'm We've, really tired of hearing. Well, I started now, calling it TNC. TNC. That's what we should call this episode. Little TNC. TNC and Brad Brasta. Um, <laughs> Brad Bramish. Um, yeah, fucking Terry Hatcher. They don't establish that she's Stallone's sister for a long time. It's like a big reveal. Which is actually, that is really funny. Actually, like that. 
It's funny that they, ah, boy, like a MacGruber or something like that would like take that and drag it out yes. the full runtime mm-hmm. and make it weirder and more ambiguous than like the final scene. Like, <laughs> she's my sister. You can fuck her if you want, because I'm in charge of that decision. Like, I that would be that's a, yeah. I would love if MacGruber two brought it and MacGruber like had like a sister or something like that. Like, but, oh my god! Oh shit! If they ever. Make any form of that, which they keep. Talking about. Yeah, there were talks about it, right? I I hope they just want to do it right, so they're just waiting for like the bet, like an actual good idea. Yeah, better villain. I don't know how. I don't know who they would get. <laughs> Dieter von Kampf. Dieter von Kampf. Time to pounce him. Good. <laughs> um. I just this Tango Cash was so good. It kind of broke all of us. For, it broke all of us before we even finished it. Let's just go down the list. Shoe gun. Shoe gun <laughs> happens when a dude punches through a reflection of Kurt Russell, and then it's like action sequences. It's, it, that one is so jarring. <laughs> it's a, a gun punches through Kurt Russell's mirror. mirror. He's like checking himself out, and it just shatters, and there's a gun in it. And then he shoots Kurt Russell twice, and then Kurt Russell shoots him with a shoe gun, and then it's a car chase. It's gives you no time to be like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, it's just, here's a million things. It's, oh, There's, and then they get in a car chase in a fucking parking garage. It cuts to two, a couple having sex in one of the cars that mm-hmm. they hit, and for no reason yeah. whatsoever. It's, and it's, <laughs> it's mostly reaction shots that are just like, the visual version of this noise, oh! <laughs> There's like three of those really quick. It's really funny. And, uh, they look like the chef who pops in during the uh, the the um, coffee crystals. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you son of you a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man. Yeah. Um, and also. Um, what? Shoe gun. There's so much shit in Rat this movie. Rat maze bar. Cool van, um, exploding dog, man. Exploding. <laughs> Robert Zadar. Oh, uh, Leon Kowalski from Blade Runner is in this. He's like the main henchman, and for some reason, he's he's definitely not British in Blade Runner, and in this, he's supposed to be British, but from judging by his performance, he's not. <laughs> he's never heard a British person speak in his life. He's like, yeah, that's the one. He's the governor. It's fucking wild. <laughs> he's in it. Terry Hatcher. Um, fucking uh, William H. Macy uh, police sketch. The, yeah, the police the police chief looks like a drawing of a police. He looks like the one from, he looks like the police chief from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> But, like, if he stepped through the TV into the real world. Um, yeah, he looks like someone tried to draw William H. Macy from memory. <laughs> his hair is all fucked up and his mustache is all weird. There's a judge at one point who just looks like Anton Ego from Ratatouille. Uh, there's, this movie does have everything. This is a Star Magic Jackson. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is a sequel doctor slash, which we, we also had the realization that Mad Max is a sequel doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. I was saying that last night. We were talking about that last night while playing fucking Slap Cup, which I have not played since college. And as a sober person, was still having a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I didn't get slapped. I only got slapped once. Sean was that designated drinking dude, but he was right. Didn't make sense because that thing, whatever. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about that and how it was just like, um, 
Yeah, where it's just like, all right, everybody, design your own car. I'm gonna go first. Monster truck, VW Beetle. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, Flame throwing guitar player in the movie. <laughs> You're talking about a, a boy covered in lumps who's all white, <laughs> who's got smiley faces on his lumps. <laughs> Horse teeth for real teeth. Stop. Not before I heard the words horse teeth, Darth Vader. It's in the movie. <laughs> well, who's gonna play horse teeth, Darth Vader? Why not the guy from the, the bad guy from the first movie? <laughs> the same character? No. no. <laughs> I would love to find out like years from now if like Mel Gibson is like secretly in that. But Mel Gibson is just like secretly in like a car that blows up or something. Like, or like in the crowd in the beginning or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be wild. Because they, it's he is the same person, right? They've established. Is it like he has the music box? I think. Yeah. I think he's got the same jacket. And yes. his and his leg. He has the same injuries from. Um, uh, Thunderdome. Thunderdome, and like anything that happened to him during Thunderdome, he was injured because his like one leg from Road Warrior, the first one, gets run over, which is why he has the remember. brace. Yeah. I forget. But yeah, it's it is wild. I haven't watched that in a minute. It's, I gotta watch yeah, it. I rewatched it for the first time in a while, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, God, this movie's so fucking good. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> it's a, it's the craziest. It's. I remember seeing that, and I was like, it's just a visual symphony. We have spiky cars with guys swinging from poles to get onto the other cars. It is in the movie, one hundred percent. It's in the movie. That's so fucking good. Uh, um. <laughs> I'm done with Tango and Cash. I think I we can move on. Eleven Tangos out of Cash. <laughs> I think that this, take all the cash. So the reason we ended up watching it was because he kept bringing up the end. Well, no, no, we haven't talked about the ending. So uh, there's a running gag near the end. Uh, this is also the better version of Hobbs and Shaw, but yes. Well, so we only knew this because of the ending. He kept showing us the, the ending, ending scene, and it's Stallone. Over and over again. It's Stallone. Terry Hatcher and Kurt. Kurt Russell laying down, and we don't know why they're laying down because we didn't see the scene before. And Kurt Russell's just like, I get to date your sister. And then Stone goes, Over my dead body. And then we're gonna pause. Uh, up until this point, for like the last half, last third, they, yeah. they, they keep going to high five, but they still don't like each other. And then they're like, ah, No, nah, we're not gonna do it. And then in agreement that he, Kurt Russell's gonna bang Stallone's sister That's when they high five He goes over my dead body And, and Kurt Russell just winds up And they high five And they bring their fingers down <laughs> They together. clamp they clamp, <laughs> And then it freeze frames And then it, we got the newspaper work in this movie Up until this point it has been incredible and Then it zooms out and the two of them have their, their Hands clasped together and it says like Like hero cops reinstated Or something It's Fucking awesome! It's this, it comes. It's a close second to the Barricane newspaper work. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Don't watch the YouTube version. The, the, those ones are placeholder graphics. So it's 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 a I ha, it's on stars right now. If you're in for like a ridiculous coked out '80s movie with like the score, we didn't even talk about the score. The score is just synth. It is like every arcade video game you mm-hmm. could ever think of. Yep. 
It's amazing. It's fucking awesome. And, it's and, so good. And he described it where he's just like, I was just home one day, and I decided to put on Tango and Cash. And I was like, oh my god, this is the best movie ever. Which is exactly how I discovered RoboCop. So I was like, oh, I kind of get that. And this has that same kind of like, dude, now they're doing what? <laughs> I gotta get that Tango and Cash. Like, it's... Oh my god, we talked about it so much this morning before putting it back on, and we talked about it so much. There's like one scene where it cuts, they like get out of prison or something, and it cuts back to Jack Palance, he's just like, God damn it. <laughs> like, he's just, it's like the perfect, like, he's walking down the stairs, he's like, Dango Cash, got out of my grasp. He's <laughs> a fucking cartoon character. At one point, his glass, like, there's one point where he's just watching the movie, <laughs> and his glasses fall down. I don't know if it, it felt like it was a mistake. It's absolutely a mistake, because they're right back up in the next shot. Yeah, he's watching. What we're watching, he's watching the movie Tango and Cash. Oh my god, yeah, I gave it 11 tangos out of cash, as I said. Um, I don't, you just gotta watch it. We spoiled a lot of it, but like, there's probably things that like it's so fun. That was so much fun the entire time. Um, I think that that is now our so movies are either worse than Suicide Squad, better than Suicide Squad, but worse than Tango and Cash, or better than Tango and Cash. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Is it an S? Is it between an SS and a TC? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that for a second. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we just saw Brad Astra in IMAX. We did. It was cool. It was real cool. End it, of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. We um, we were a little late. Yeah, I don't think we missed much. I wanted to talk about that real quick. Yeah. What do you think we missed? It, probably just the setup to that scene. I, like, it seems like yeah. they just kind of throw you in. Like, I don't really think there's... What? I, I couldn't help but think, what was that? He's on, like, the ladder to heaven from South Park. Yeah, it was weird. It, yeah. Maybe that was the, like, maybe the explanation of what that is. Yeah. But, like, I didn't even need it. Like, it was a big space yeah. tower. And it just, like, started in, started on Earth and went up into space, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It, yeah. He was just doing maintenance on it or something, kind of. Or, like, yeah, maybe he's on it. Weird. it. It was just, I was like, what was that structure? Why would we build that? Was was my thing. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a reason for it. There was a couple things that I was concerned maybe we had missed, but basically we saw Brad Pitt as a loud card. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, basically, we, oh, it's 420. Uh, basically, we came in as Brad Pitt was, like, climbing out of the tower and to walk down, like, a, the biggest ladder in the world. Yeah, exactly. And... and they're like harnessed in and then the, the shockwave hits and I'm assuming that was the first one. Oh yeah. Or if there was one before it was what caused them to go out and like do maintenance. That's the only thing I could see really. Mm-hmm. Well it seemed like it, that might have been the first one because then they had like the death tolls like 50,000 people were dead because yeah. they resulted like this shockwave but um, yeah I don't think we had missed anything. We were no more than like five. Five minutes I think it was pushing it. Yeah it was probably like two. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, overall, what did you think of Brad Brasta? Um, I liked it. It was a nice kind of like, you know, after mm-hmm. the summer. I feel like the summer was just a lot of noise. And Tango. And Tango. And Tango and Cash, honestly. It was, that's also a lot of noise. Um, oh, <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> 
Kurt Russell get in the scene where he uses the shoe gun. He gets shot twice. He takes off his shirt and in in, in, in the most crowded elevator I've ever seen. Like I'm surprised he even get, get like, it off. And he's like poking holes through the bulldozer. And he's like showing off his bulletproof vest. But then just being like Kurt Russell, just a normal dude, Bob. Yeah, and that's great. But he's like, yeah, this shirt costs me nine bucks. And I'm like, I guess that's a lot of money. Is that a lot? Is that a little? I don't know. It's 80s money, which is, is like sci-fi currency. Yeah. And then he's like, and then someone walks by and he, with a pizza, and he's like, ooh, stop, pizza. But it's ADR in a weird way, so he just sounds like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mix okay. of like Ninja Turtle and Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love if Kurt Russell was a Ninja Turtle at some point. He'd be a good Leo. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. He'd be a good Leo. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really liked, I liked this too. It was, uh, it, yeah, it was nice and slow, visually great. Yeah. I liked a lot of how it was shot, and the, the scale of it was, it was like a graspable enormity. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the whole point near the end. We're probably just gonna do full spoilers, um, as always, uh, it's like a graspable enormity, but it also feels really intimate and like it's all f- just Brad Pitt's journey. Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of close ups on Brad Pitt. Like they very rarely shoot him mm-hmm. in anything but a close up, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty simple plot, kind of like with a couple of diversions. He's just going to get his dad or kill his dad kind of or like and because his dad is Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones he's on Neptune or outside of Neptune yeah he is like the furthest human to ever go go to yeah. like from Earth and he his he wanted to find extraterrestrial life uh, so we went out to Neptune to like research it and I, I'm curious if I had missed some details about some of his other work that he was working on because mm-hmm. I had some chuckles near the end because I was like, whoa, what's this? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also, it's a movie where it sets up that they're going to go to Crazy Town and they take a long time and they're like, all right, we're here, we're in Crazy Town. And it wasn't too, too wild, but it was enough where I was like, all right, I like, yeah. I, I like this. Um, it's kind of like Interstellar, I wanted to get there, but then Interstellar is like, Crazy Town's weird. It's a different kind of Crazy Town. Yeah. It's also, like, another hour longer than this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I I was never really bored. I think some stuff in the middle kind of dragged a little bit, but, yeah, the the basic plot is there's the disaster, mm-hmm. and then... <coughs> excuse me. And then they end up linking... Um, they're like, all right, Brad Pitt, we kind of think that there's something with what your dad was doing that's connected to these pulses that are happening... Uh, he might still be alive out at Neptune. So if you want to go check on that, um, we're gonna shoot. We're gonna get your ass to Mars, mm-hmm. and then we're you're gonna send a message that we're gonna prefabricate, and then if you can get in contact with him, great. And it's like okay, it's pretty straightforward. And then it's he's doing that, and it's yeah. it's pretty it's good. They go to the moon first. Yep, moon fucking so good. I love that shit. I loved everything on the moon. Yeah. I think. Uh, he travels domestic to the moon yeah. and it's a virgin it's a virgin moon flight yep. and there's like one scene where there's like a bit where he's just like yeah, can I get the blanket and pillow pack and like, it'll be $125 <laughs> and I'm like 
wow. <laughs> I, just, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. They got a little chuckle out of that. And uh, they a, land as like an Applebee's there and an like Applebee's. a Yoshinoya beef bowl. Yep. There's a Hudson News. Yep. Hudson News, I think, was my favorite detail. It's like uh, the fucking Applebee's I pointed at, though. Yeah. I went, ha, ha, ha. Because, <laughs> like, it looked like uh, Penn Station. It was. It, it's like, you know... It's weird. They did a lot of cool world building with that kind of stuff, I thought. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, Brad Pitt narration in this, too. I wanted to ask you about that. How did you feel about the narration? Overall, I think I really liked it. It didn't bother me. I think his stuff when he was on the moon and, like, his whole bit when he was just, like, talking about where it's, like, we're just we go this far just to build what we already had on the mm-hmm. earth it's no different it's just a big fucking airport the moon's yeah. a big airport uh, and he's just like we're world eater when he, the the we're world eaters thing i was like whoa <laughs> was like, that's <laughs> well because there's like there's still like war on that like there's like there's pirates know, there's pirates and like violence on the moon and mm-hmm. it's like you know become basically another earth kind of thing and mm-hmm. um that stuff is really interesting, and the, the narration too. Also, just uh, before we're getting too far from that, the it was super Terrence Malicky. It was mm. like Tree of Life. I kind of got like an Apocalypse Now vibes mm. too. Like I, I even said that when we saw the trailer, I was like, "That's I'm seeing a pot." Like he's yeah. trying to kill Kurtz, and uh, like it's Heart of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. Heart of Darkness. Yeah, it's a total Heart of Darkness scenario yeah. going on. Um, I, yeah, I didn't have a problem. Did you have a problem with the narration? No, I just, I don't know if it maybe would have been more interesting to leave more up to interpretation, maybe. I don't know. But there wasn't really, it wasn't, like, too on the nose, but there, there I don't know. I, I think it could have been a little more of an out-there movie. And, like, it, I was listening to a review that was, like, he doesn't really show any emotion, and, like, no. all of his emotion is through his narration it's like his inner monologue mm-hmm. and so he's freaking out like the on Mars yeah cause there's like then he's, he's as he the further he gets to Earth the crazier he gets and it's like that's cool shit and like I don't know they don't they, but that also when that starts happening it's less there's not as much narration I don't think I feel like he, it kind of pulls back a little bit or it's like in the context of the movie I think it's him just like doing talking to himself logs and yeah. stuff yeah um, so, but yeah, I was, I was totally thinking Apocalypse Now and Heart of Darkness kind of, um, like going on this journey and going crazy. Yeah. Um, to find a madman who you have like the personal connection to. It's good. I love yeah. the good Heart of Darkness scenario. Yeah. That was... And I think I've talked about this before, but when the Eagles won the uh, Super Bowl, I was like, we're going to go to City Hall. And then the closer we got, it was just more people. And it was just crazier you got as you walked to City Hall. And I was like, oh, no, gang, we're in a heart of darkness scenario. <laughs> and eventually I was like, no, nah, we're not going to City Hall. I didn't know what we would find there. Yeah. It probably would have just been like. It's the doors started playing. <laughs> this just is watching, the end. Just watching like an ox getting decapitated. I'm like, I didn't need to see that. Dennis Hopper's ghost is like, come on, we're doing ghost cocaine. Yeah, baby. He starts, yeah. Um. Oh, shit. And then, um, yeah, Marlon Brando's just like eating a fucking chicken parm sandwich. Just like, oh, that is from Wawa. <laughs> Go birds. 
It's Hoagie Fest. It's Hoagie Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hoagie Fest. Um, um, fucking, and then, so I like the Mars shit too, because it's the contrast between the moon and Mars is like, Mars just looks like a shithole. Mars, all the Mar- Mars was weird. Because, well, yeah, so like Mars, it starts getting trippy there. There's that one shot where he sees Ruth Naga. And then she like turns around, and all the, everything starts going dark. Mm-hmm. And she just walks into darkness as the light. Like it's like, oh, what's oh shit? Everything's red, and like the the architecture is like it's just like cinder blocks. It's not. It's like underground tunnels everywhere, yeah. and like pillars. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like it doesn't look as well thought out. In terms of like in within the world, obviously it was well thought out for the movie, but like yeah. it's just like. We gotta just build something. Yeah. Let's just do it. Something there's that's like gonna no stand. food. There's yeah, there's like no Applebee's. It's like, there's you know, it's just like there's no eating good <laughs> there's no neighborhoods, in the neighborhood. Let alone neighborhoods. <laughs> there's there's neither. Um yeah, all that stuff. And she mentions that she was born on Mars. I thought that was a cool detail, and she was only on Earth once, so she has like no real connection to Earth. Mm-hmm. I she's she's good and everything, but like I really liked her stuff and then the um Calm rooms? What do they call yeah, them? Yeah, the, the yeah, it was like relaxation, relaxation or chamber or something like that. And it's just like projections of like birds on a bunch of walls and stuff. I'm like, I don't know why it's like a sci-fi thing, but it's not relaxing. None of that seems relaxing. And there's <laughs> there's this great shot when she's saying that she was born there. I think um, where she's standing in the doorway of the relaxation room, and the door doesn't get. None of the walls are like fully immersive. There's like yeah. some shit attached to all the walls, so you never get full immersion. Yeah. Um, but she's standing in the door, which frames her off, and it's like waves. And like the one side, it's like perfectly waves and stuff like that. And then the other just has like a gray sphere that I guess was supposed to be the speaker or something. And she's talking about how she's never been to Earth, and it just that shot to me with what she's talking about, where she's cut off from all the waves, and then what she's talking about. Earth, and she's only been there once and has no real connection. Then there's just just gray disc. It's like a sphere behind her. I was like, oh my god, there's there's something bleak about like that's, I don't know, like that's kind of Earth in her mind. It's just this sphere. It's this fucking rock. Yeah. And I was like, this is gray. Yeah. No, that this movie's beautiful. I don't think we've said that. Yet. Yeah. No, it's really well shot. Definitely was IMAX. shot on film. Yeah. Really uh. Great lighting. I, I love space lighting. Like it's the one source lighting shit is great. I, the moon, the moon yeah. chase. <sighs> There's a moon buggy chase. It's great. Which was in the trailers, and I was like, "What is this movie?" Because it looks like, and this is true of the movie in full. But the the trailer makes it look like it's a meditative space movie. It's drama. And then there's a moon buggy chase, and there's, like, guns on the moon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and it's not super crazy. It's, like, not... A, it's No, it's tense. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, good. it's not, like, ridiculous. Um, Question. Yeah. Uh, those guns shoot lasers? Yeah. Did they? Okay. Yeah, they have laser guns, man. All right, just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> they got lasers. And uh, Donald Sutherland's there. Um... He flies to the moon with um, Brad Pitt. And, and he keeps saying that he will not go quietly into that. <laughs> He's not going gentle. He's not going gentle. And um, he just kind of stays there. They just are like, he's... He's sick. There's yeah. Like a, he's, and he's old, clearly. Yeah. But then there's like a shot before they take... Before the moon buggy chase 
where like he's monitoring all of his like health and stuff. Yeah. And then after the moon chase, he's just kind of like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm good. By the way, here's a microchip that has your dad's last like kind of thing. I'm out. I'm tagging out. But you gotta go. And he keeps yelling. He's like, go, go. And it's. Like, I don't think there was like a pressing deadline, so. <laughs> I, I guess they were just like, we gotta stop these pulses. Like, it's kind of a, it's not a specific deadline, but it's like, mm-hmm. we gotta do this sooner rather than later because a lot of people are dying. Yeah. Um, and it's, we're, we're jumping around a little bit, but that's before he gets to Mars. Um, Journey to Mars, is that when he's on the, the ship with the other, yeah, the main crew? What's the this ship name again? It's like the, it's not Sisyphus. I don't remember. I can't remember. Some of the sea. So they're, yeah, they're going to Mars, and the cap. There's a distress signal from another mission or like a station or something, and they're like, "We got to go." And Brad Pitt's like, "No, dude. Like, I gotta fucking like no." And he's like, "Well, you can you can take command of the ship. You just need to tell us what you're doing." And he's like, "Ah, fuck. All right, we'll go." Mm-hmm. So then they go, and then the music starts getting like a little eerie, and you're like, "Uh oh." Uh, what's going on Because it looks like an, like a space station. Yeah. It's like an ISS kind yeah. of thing that's just kind of in between the moon and Mars, I guess. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but they don't have to explain why it's out there or anything. You're just... It was like a Norwegian thing. That's oh, it, 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 They said it was like from Norway. Like, oh, that's cool. It's probably one of their ships or stations or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I caught that. Because like, that's like really the only explanation they have for it. Mm. So... So it's just out there. It's giving them distress signals. So they have to go pick it up, and then they, Brad Pitt and the captain, go and check it out. Because the co-captain is like too afraid, and Brad Pitt like notices that. Yeah, he's like, "You're scared." He's like, yeah. so you're, "You're a bitch." Yeah, but he doesn't, and it's like Terrence Malick's like, "I could see that he was scared." Oh, also, I did want to bring ASMR. up the first the first scene, like after that whole when they like bring him into the mission, basically. Right. They're like, Brad Pitt, you're really fucking cool. And they yeah. just tell him how cool he is. I'm like, yeah, well, he's Brad Pitt, he's Brad Pitt. guys. He's, he's like, your heart rate's never been over 80 beats per minute. And I was like, yeah, because he's fucking cool. cool. Have you seen him on Spawn Time Hollywood? He's the coolest dude in the room. He's room. fucking, and like, they just, they go through that whole thing. I'm like, all right. And then I just thought that was funny because yeah. like, we've you know, been talking about how cool Brad Pitt is. And then they're coolest like, dude. we get it, bro. We get it. We get he's, it. he's not as jacked up in this, though, and I'm, I'm fine with that. He pops off his shirt a little bit. Yeah, he has a scar in his chest. Did you notice that? Yeah. He had, like, a surgery scar. Right here, I I don't know if that was like a thing or if it was just the lighting, but there was a like an op- like he had open heart surgery or something right so here. He got a young man's heart put into him. I don't know, man. It would explain a lot. I mean, well, I th- I don't think it's actually his. I I think that's like a detail that they put it's in. Movie. Like he's he's a space heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Was, I don't know. I don't know if it was like maybe a cord that got lit weird or something, but I was like, I think that's a surgery scar. I don't know though. Hmm. It's interesting. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so they they go into this Norwegian ship, and it's all eerie. Yeah. I was um, like, the music starts getting like a little louder, and you're like, oh fuck, what's going two, on? The two of them split up, and it's they do a lot of POV kind of shots too. Yeah, within the glass. They do two things. The, the, okay, so they do two things there's a lot of POV shots of the camera kind of floating around and the other one especially during this scene they do when they're wearing their visors they do a lot with the reflections on the visors of the space helmets Mm -hmm. everything with that was so cool looking yeah it just looks cool the shots of them going into the dark Norwegian ship are it's 
it's it like warps around and then it's just this black hole that's like centered and it just kind of like grows out in the reflection it's it's awesome I yeah. really really liked everything all of that and all the stuff that they did with the one source lighting like you were saying especially on the moon it's yeah gorgeous yeah and then um so they split up and mm-hmm. the captain of the ship that goes is with Brad Pitt and they he, he guess he gets into a room and he sees like scratches on the wall like all the so these like black marks yeah it's like you know and I was like oh shit it's clearly a scuffle or something yeah I was like they're trying to get out or like I don't know so and then you just see the dude floating there and there's like a Bit, there's like a plastic silver bag or something. Brad yeah. Pitt. He has this weird heart rate detector. Yeah. Which was in the movie like once before. They show it when they're like scanning him in the yeah. beginning. When they're like, you're so cool. Hey, you're just dude, the man. Dude, you're just the check man. Check this out. I scanned you with my thing. It says, Brad Pitt, bro. He's, he's cool. He's the man. He's, it just says, cool as a cucumber. It just says, as a cucumber. <laughs> Even if, and let me tell you, if I pointed this at a cucumber, who wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so it, I, I love that reveal though because you just see his foot yeah and he's kind of like you see his foot and it looks like his hands are kind of out of sight and it almost looks like he's like in a trance looking outside the window and at this point there's like sci-fi nonsense going on and Tommy Lee Jones is looking for extraterrestrial life and there's these giant energy pulses that are coming from Neptune yeah so you really don't know and they also say it's like a biology ship that's what it is it's like mm-hmm. a Norwegian biology research ship that's all you know I didn't even remember. I didn't even catch that when they. Were yeah, they were like, okay. it's a, it's like an animal biology kind of research. Yep. So then, it fucking, fucking monkey like a baboon. A baboon pops its head out from behind the captain's. Like he's eaten most of his. He eats his nose. Yeah. And he also broke through like the glass. His hand too. His hands all fucked his up. Hands all fucking. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's dead. Then Brad Pitt like tapes over his like space. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get you on board, buddy. <laughs> like dude he's gone um that I fucking loved that cause that cause then the baboon like attacks right away yeah and it's just and Brad Pitt has a whole inner monologue about where it's like oh I've seen that fear in myself and in like my father where it's just it's this thing that's just alone in between the moon and Mars that never should have been there in the first place mm-hmm. like it's so cosmically terrifying in its own way where it's just an animal that doesn't understand like why it's there it's just I don't fucking know I that was wild yeah I that fucking was cool then he pops it he he, laser gun no it doesn't laser he tries to laser gun it but it like keeps attacking him and then he oh yeah well no doesn't he kill the first one because there's two of them no there's one no there were two I thought it was two. He might have shot it once, but then it like was just like kept. Because I thought there was one like floating around, and then the other one he popped. No, it was just the one that was in there. Oh, oh, maybe I gotta rewatch it then, because yeah. I th- I thought there were two. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's probably a me thing, um, but he decompresses the the capsule and it just <laughs> gross. It's great. Was this rated R? I couldn't tell. Because like it, there's a good amount of gore in it, but it's That's... and they drop one fuck. Liv Tyler gets the fuck. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, off screen. It's like him watching her video. Yeah. Um, yeah, Liv Tyler's also in this. And also Tommy Lee Jones and Donald, Donald Sutherland. So it's a Space Cowboys 2 situation. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. They have a bunch of old pictures of Tommy Lee Jones as an astronaut and stuff. I'm just like, how many of these were taken for Space Cowboys? 
<laughs> were you thinking about that at all? Because I was thinking about I that was a just, lot. I was just trying to figure out like what era they were from too. Because I was like, all right, well, a couple of these are from like Men in Black time, like twenty mm-hmm. years ago. Like, do you think they de-aged him at all for any of his voice calls or anything? No, they, he looked pretty much the same. He just had like no facial hair. Yeah, in some of them. It was that, and I think they gave him like weird lighting a lot too, and like hair, different hairstyles. Yeah. So, and it would be like weird quality of like the video. Yeah. And stuff. I was just curious. I don't think they would have. I, I I was like waiting for something like that to happen. <laughs> this is Josh Brolin. <laughs> oh, I'm 27. Oh, you got some city miles. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines of that one. He's like a 38 year old man playing a 27 year old. He's Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin, 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 Brolin. What? Yeah, he's the best. Um, oh. fucking. Um, yeah, he's. He, uh, so he's on Mars, right? We're on Mars still. Then, well, the captain, then the the young dude, the or scared, get to Mars. Yeah, scared co-pilot. Then is now the captain, and he's unable to land the ship properly. And Brad Pitt has to kind of take control. Take control. And he's like, you know, I did that, right? And dude's like, oh yeah. Brad Pitt's like, right. <laughs> no, I won't um, tell. He's like, I won't tell anybody. I won't tell. Uh, and the dude, when they land, he just turns to Brad Pitt and he says, Don't tell Harry. <laughs> um, yeah, then they get to Mars, then he meets Ruth Naga and he tries to send the message and stuff. Uh, and like a weird, like, soundproofed. Yeah. That was a cool room. I like that. Yeah, everything about Mars is like so industrial and just like. Bare bones. And even like the soundproof stuff just looks shitty. Like, yeah. It looks like it was probably designed to be one other thing and it's. It's so that they can get a direct, direct like laser transmission out from Mars because that's the one place that wasn't affected by the, the, yeah. the shit, the quake beams, pulse, pulse. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I that I like the speech that they made him read because it's so robotic. And weird. Yeah. And then he does that thing that he said he wasn't going to do, but he takes that speech and he said, I was here to read these prepared remarks, but you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to speak from the heart and talk to my dad directly. And then he crumples up the paper directly into the microphone. And then he's like, hey, Tommy Lee dad, it's me, Brad Astra, your son. I miss you. You used to like black and white movies and musicals, which... Just reminded me of a thing I don't want to forget. So near the end, uh, when they're on the other ship, uh, and there's black and white musicals playing, but they're in iPhone ratio. Yeah. They're in the vertical. <laughs> that actually did bother me. I was like, ah, oh, come on. It's an old black and white movie. It's like square. You can yeah. probably shrink it down so it would fit. It'd be fine. Yep. What are you doing, Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't, he doesn't get know. it. Um, yeah, that... Um, I liked his little speech. He he, he gets like he do, he did get himself pretty uh, emotional too. Like that was yeah. pretty good acting. Like his forehead was like trembling. And, oh yeah, his eyes. Yeah. his eyes like he's yeah. like twitching and he does he's, a lot of good like subtle acting. Like I I don't. It's probably one of my favorite performances by him honestly because he's pretty much like even keeled the whole movie. But then when he needs to get emotional, it's not too much. You know, it's like well yeah, it's it's just like after this because then he gets. Pulled, then they're like, thank you so much. You're too close to this, so we're going to have to pull you. And it's like, of course he's too close to it. I know. It's, yeah. But I do like... Flawed logic in this whole thing. 
But that's part of it, where it's like the space command or space com or whatever is like corrupt. There, there's a scene where the 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 crew that he's with it has to take like mood boosters, I think. Yeah. So they're just like pill heads, basically, and they're all like they all like take them. He intentionally doesn't. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. I, I like, thought that was gonna come back too at some point, like if he was gonna like take it later. Or like when he was on his 80 fucking day trip to Neptune like that was where I was like oh god like yeah. that's that would fuck me up just no one around you for 80 days and he just murdered three people by yeah, accident yeah like yeah and then like, that's I, that's where I was like starting to get real interested too because I was like alright he's kind of becoming his dad already like yeah yep it's I yeah, and I didn't know where the actual ending was going to go. Yeah. Up until... I thought he was going to stay. I thought he was going to stay. I thought he was going to go beyond Neptune. Yeah. I don't know if I... Like, if that, that's good. That's a fucking good ending, actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Where I'm just like, I genuinely didn't know. I also was like, maybe aliens. Like, they... There was a... There's that one shot where I thought that they're like, oh, aliens. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's just the sun. <laughs> but it's so fucking far away. Wow. Okay, we gotta... Yeah, so... Mars, he gets too emotional, and then they're like, "All right, you're you're off the, you're give me your, you're off the case. You're going back to Earth. Turn in your space gun. Turn in your space. He does have a space. Gun. He has a space gun. It's true. Um, and then uh, Ruth Nega's just like, okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. Your dad killed a bunch of people and his crew. Here's the last transmission. It's classified. Um, so here's a map." You gotta uh, climb onto this spaceship before it takes off. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just swim in this water. Like, uh, what? That was like. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, here? well, it also just made me super uncomfortable because it was so dark and like there's just like one little source of light on him, and I'm just like, I don't like this. Like, it's it, cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's all orange. Everything on Mars looks like um, Las Vegas in Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. I was, it's very similar. It was really, really spot cool. on. Really, really fucking cool though. There's like the one bit when he's an underground. It's just pillars and darkness, and then a German shepherd like picking at something. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't remember, remember the dog. Yeah, I, I just love that because I was like looking at the pillars and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's just like poorly cemented together cinder blocks. It's yeah. like, it's like such a stark contrast from the moon. You know, it's like we could we could do that because it's close enough and we have the resources. But Mars, we're just gonna do the bare minimum. Like mm-hmm. we just need people to be there. That's it. Yeah. Um. So there's I like that, and then yeah, he climbs up the fucking like basically the rockets, and I'm like that mid, mid stressed takeoff. me the fuck out. I was like, oh god. Because he had to climb up where the boosters were going as they were like sparking, yeah, and, like, taking off in like a minute. <laughs> And he seemed okay. Yeah. That was kind of confusing. He's super fucking cool, man. He's fucking cool. He's just... Like, I got this, man. He would have... The boosters would have hit him, and then the fire would have frozen around him. (laughs) There. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing happens all the time. Can't do a good breath. Just another day. Uh, Dude, yeah. Then... So he gets on, and then that's when he... Like, they're like, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not trying... I'm not... Try. I'm not here to hurt you. Yeah, I just want to go. If you need me to get to Neptune. Because this jabroni can't fly. This jabroni's stupid. And then there's a great part where, like, the thrusters take off more as the other two crew members come after him. And they're like, okay, we're just going to be cool. We're going to come after you. And they're floating towards him, coming down. And then the boosters, like, hit their second stage. And it shoots all of them down. And then the one lady headfirst slams into the fucking glass. And it just breaks her neck. 
And it's like, you're right though, was this art? It's it, pretty brutal in some scenes. But every nothing But in a weird way that like kinda hides some of it. Cause that both the pop and the head smash are like It's not that bad. They're not that bad, but you see them through like a little circle. Yeah, that's true. You see them through like the other side of like a window both times. That's kinda And then like the moon buggy a dude gets like shot through the face, but you you don't really see it. See it's it. just like you see the hole yeah. in his helmet, kind of. Well, then I'm the, trying to look it up. Yeah, the captain's kind of gruesome, but... Um, they don't really show, like, directly. Yeah. Yeah, it's PG-13. Because hmm. then the... Uh, it doesn't feel like it, though. It's weird. Because um, then he has to fight the other two, and... Well, it's also just kind of, like, emotionally di- disturbing, too. Like, what yeah. seclusion and... I don't know, like that. It's that stuff kind of hits me home sometimes. Like uh, the last act was, yeah. Really, I was like, this is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because then he he fights the other two. He gets in like a space knife fight, and then uh, and then the cat, the the second in command captain tries to shoot at him, and it like hits like a gas tank, mm-hmm. which fills the whole place. It, the gas tank's like like shooting around, which is kind of fun, uh, but then it's. It poisons the other two. Yeah, it kills everyone besides Brad because Brad Pitt's still in the suit. suit. Yeah, he's good. Because he's like trying to save the last dude. He's like, "Breathe, come on!" And he's oh, just yeah. like, yeah, "It's like he's oh. already gone." <sighs> yeah, because he's he, and it's. Yeah, I thought that was good too because it was like the one guy who was like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, fucked up. Ah, <laughs> guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he does the funeral form, and then it's like. All right, cool. You put in the coordinates. We're just going to get you there in a calm, cool... 79. 79 days and some change. Bye. Uh, and that's when he starts going. Like, that's like a, there's like a pretty troll. <laughs> I was waiting to drop that. Tommy Lee Jones definitely has space dimension. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this whole sequence was really cool, where it's just him... He never goes under. There's like a sequence. There's like a he like plugs like a feeding tube into him. Yeah. And I thought he was gonna like go under Hibernate, for part of yeah. it, but I guess not. Yeah, because then it, there, it keeps cutting back to a shot where it almost looks like he's in a straight jacket and he's just like, like staring off into space. Oh, and, so he's, to speak. and he's like sipping a water from the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just looks like he's got like a thousand yard stare and like. It's it's good because then he's like he's like shaking his head in one scene like it's 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 interesting I was like okay he keeps watching old video calls that he had with Liv Tyler because yeah. like his estranged wife yeah um, and then there's one part where it just keeps flashing with the three people who he killed before we're on the ship and you don't know is that a glitch because it's something in because it's their ship or is it him it's it's good yeah it's it's really good this was a good movie. Um, now we're talking about I'm like, wait, no, this was really good. Uh, yeah, so then he has his own personal hell for a while, and then he gets to Neptune pretty much. Because uh, mm. that whole sequence is, like, hard to break down just because there's, like, so... It jumps around a lot. It, it jumps around And it repeats things, and, and so it's, like, a solid five minutes, too, I'd say. It's yeah. over two, three, four minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets to Neptune... Well, we see him pass, like, Jupiter... What are the... Wait, question. What are the order of the planets again? So it's Mercury, Venus... Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. They show you Saturn. They don't even mention Uranus once in this movie. If this was R, they would have, because not because (laughs) of the language, but because adults would be able to handle it. Um, Because that was bothering me. I'm like, wait, is Neptune before or after? I was like, no, Neptune's before 
right before Pluto, right? Yeah. Because um, back in my day... Pluto was a planet. Pluto was a goddamn planet, and <laughs> men were men, all right? Um, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, yeah, he gets to Neptune. Which I, I just like that it was Neptune, because it's like... It's weird. Like, no one's ever really done anything there. Yeah. It's like a random blue planet. It's it's blue, so it's just... It feels so fucking alien. It's awesome. Yeah. Because, um, like, 2001 does Jupiter. Plenty of movies have done Mars. You don't... I don't know. Neptune's like... When Tommy Lee Jones, there's a video log where he's like, we're getting out of the sun's magnetic sphere... The heliosphere. I'm like, oh, that's actually like a. That's wild. That yeah. that's real, and that's also like you're, you're right out of like its main magnetic field, which is. That's like a. I can wrap my head around that. Being, I don't know that. It's it's grounded. Yeah, it's, it's grounded. Where it's like that's really far. Yeah. They're out of reach of the sun. Yeah, because then they show a shot of the sun, and it's like a little tiny... I thought it was an alien at yeah. first. Then they kind of set it up almost where it was like, maybe this would be him seeing like something that would come and save him. But instead he just sees the sun, and then like the the, the, the way... It's like hitting uh, the ship directly, and that's kind of what like pulls him back in. The sun becomes really important near the end, where it's like the farther he gets from the sun, the more bleak things get and you mm-hmm. just want to get fucking closer to it because even on Mars there's like a, a awesome shot where the it's him and the distance there's the rocket and there's the sun and the sun even looks smaller slightly smaller it's like it's not as clear obviously because the atmosphere is like dusty and shit yeah. um yeah no that that was cool how they had that this the sense of scale is really good in this movie um yeah. and uh which is necessary. Like, well, yeah, you definitely need that. Well, no, because you need, because then some of the stuff near the end where it's like ties back into like how he's, uh, he's so far away from the only other human that's out there is his dad. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's about a dude, it, not to jump off of the ending, but it's like, it's ultimately a story about a dude who just commits himself to his work and like, cuts himself off from everybody around him doing that so much and then realizing what that can do to you and what that can like leave you as a husk of and then deciding to come back and like change it like yeah so the actual story is like pretty small but the scale is again it has to be this enormous thing but it's grounded in a way where it's like even if you went as far as just out of reach of the sun, would it, if you want to cut yourself off from people that much, would this be better? Oh, is, I don't know. It's like weird. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome to back to the chill zone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I loved the Neptune shit when he's talking to Tommy Lee. So he's got a nuke. On the ship. Guess who that nuke's for? Tommy Lee Jones. It's for daddy. It's for daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Uh, so so he pulls up, he parks outside of Neptune, and he has, and he sees the ship. And this is the thing that made me kind of chuckle. Because, like, Tommy Lee Jones' ship has, like, a big 
pulsating blue like laser dish. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I heard you laughing, and I was like, I know exactly what you're laughing at. Yeah, he's like, why is there, like, a big blue laser? Yeah, it looks like the fucking, you know, those, like, electric balls where you, like, put your fingers on the yes. ball. And it, like, yeah, it's, yes. it's like, mad scientist, like, Dr. Frankenstein shit. Yeah, and it's, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what that was. And that was what I was concerned maybe we had missed. Because... Yeah, we might have missed some, like, exposition there. Because he... Goes into the ship, and it's similar to the last one where it's cold, it's empty, it's there's not a lot going on. But then there's like an antimatter chamber, chamber. yeah. And I'm like, what's this? Like, <laughs> I don't know what this is about. And is that part of the pulse thing? Is the pulse thing like some sort of like? Can you move that plate? It's oh, sorry, my, right in my eyes. I just realized. Um, uh, dude, pod podding outside, man. Um, but the, it, yeah. I was like, is that supposed to be their communication dish that, like, he weaponized or something? I kind of got the impression that it was, like, something that they either he either fucked with or it was, like, an accident or something. Mm. Because it didn't look like that was supposed to be there. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe he took technology and, like, fucked with it. Because it seemed, because he, like, killed all of his crew and... It also would have dragged people out there. That's true, too. Like, opposed to just a SOS, because if it was an SOS, they already knew about that because he killed everybody. So you had to do something. He killed 50,000 people. <laughs> Holy shit. And there, yeah. was like two other, there was, like, two or three other pulses that happened when Brad Pitt's out in space. He gets hit by one, like, right as he's, like, pulling up. Yeah, he gets hit by one. I think the... Mars. Mars. Landing. Moon to Mars? It's a Mars landing. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're, like, slightly off. Yeah, and he needs to... That's right. Yeah, there's like what three or four pulses in the movie, so it's like mm-hmm. probably like a couple hundred thousand people. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> and also like the resulting chaos that probably ensued. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. It's probably not going to be very stable on planet Earth. So um, that's why? Because then at the end, he does have he has a nuke for daddy, and the. But it's like that feels like a lot, right? But then it's like, no, I guess the stakes are pretty high. Now that we say that, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, so he gets it on there. He sets a timer, and he's talking to his dad. And they're like, Tommy Jones is like, hey, I'm up here. <laughs> he's just like there the whole time. He's like, hey, what's up? And then he's just like, I didn't give a shit about you. And I was just like, oh, oh god, mm-hmm. like, I was, that that was like, like oh. Like, right away, he's like, I don't, I never thought about you, I never thought about your mother leaving, it didn't matter, all I wanted to do was just push and go as far as I can go, and it's like, oh, and then Brad Pitt's just kind of looking at him, and a single tear goes, he's like, okay, Dad, <laughs> I'm gonna come and get you, and we're gonna take you home. Yeah. And he's like, there's nothing for me out there, it's, yeah, that, everything with Tommy Lee Jones at the end was great, when he, when he reaches out to him. His hand, like, he pulls away, but it's also it's like a scared dog almost. Yeah, it's that, but it's also just like that. If you take all the space stuff out, that's just like a sad old man who's been estranged from his kids, cut everyone else off, and then like the kid has to come and get them and like to take care of them. I don't know. There's something about that too, which was like again, it, it, 
it's this big grand sci-fi thing, but there's a lot of hum there's a lot of humanity throughout the whole thing, and I don't, that's what I was like thinking about. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's simple. It's a very simple and human story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how far will you go? How far can you go? Like what what's the limit to your sanity? And yeah, like you need you need people in your life. You you know it's stuff like that I think that's kind of the message is like you know not go- going it alone isn't always the healthiest thing and no. pushing people away and you know I Brad Pitt at one point he's just like Tommy Lee Jones like we can keep going and then Brad Pitt's just like but you already have the answer to the question there's nothing out, out here all we have is each other that's that's the movie that's the movie yeah. and it's and that worked I was curious what you thought about that I liked it because like you said like they all the images of the planets he looked at, they're all like Oh, when they did that, yeah. they just showed the, it's like the surfaces. All barren nothingness. Yeah. It's I was a, like, oh man. <laughs> it's a pretty nihilistic yeah. look. Yep. I was like, oh shit. Between that and the calling us world eaters thing, it's like it's, Doesn't doesn't think too highly of us. No, but I do like the whole all we have is each other and it's it's fucking good. Yeah, it's fucking mm. good. It's true. Yeah. It's good shit. So, they kind of... He gets him in his suit. Mm-hmm. He gets him in his old school Ant-Man suit because he's got, like, an older... He does. <laughs> also, there's a great bit where he's, like... He's, it looks like he's forgotten how to put it on. Mm, yeah. I don't know how well his, like, faculties are at that point. Cause he's well, because even, even Brad Pitt said in, like, the 80 days, he's like, I'm, like, all fucked up. Like, <laughs> he says that exactly. He's like, I'm all fucked up, dude. He's like, Dad... I'm all fucked up. <laughs> I think I turned a nuke on. We should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, because uh, he says that. He's like, I'm, like, the zero gravity is, like, fucking with my shit. Oh, and he sees all the speckles? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, and that's, like, when he's starting to go crazy. And then it's like, well, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones has been doing that for, like, 30-something years, so. <laughs> I just had to put on sunglasses. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I've been, like, getting a lot sun's of reflections. Sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting reflections from the grill, from like water bottles and plates and stuff, and I've been squinting, and I forgot that my sunglasses were on my neck the whole time. No, it's all good because it's also coming from the, the tile of the table. <laughs> it's it's all good. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh god. I'm doing the umbrella L A L A A. I don't know if we have the rights for that. But it's all good, dude. Sunglasses, I'm good. All right, we're fine. Um, <laughs> it was my idea to do this outside. Anyway, I was pushing for this. This, I, I need to reap, reap what I said. Um, I completely forget what we were saying. Uh, Tommy Jones. He's oh, all speckles. Yeah, he's all weak because he's been there for thirty something years, right? Yeah. Because they never. That's probably what we missed too. They, we probably missed that like when they actually left. Oh right. Because they never like say an exact. Yeah, it's like thirty years, and he had people for a little while, but probably for not very long. Yeah. Yeah, I think he. It seemed like he killed them on their way, or like people were just like, okay, we didn't find anything, and then he, let's go. He, he, let's go. Tommy Lee Jones killed him and was like, no, we're gonna stay. It's fucking wild. Yeah, because um, they look the crew, the dead crew looks younger. The, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they probably don't dis, like deteriorate in space. No, and like the and they're still all just floating around. Yeah, there. one with like a plastic bag, just like choked out that way. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, the, um, yeah, all that stuff's good. And then they try and leave. Uh, Brad Pitt and him walk out, and they're climbing up onto the thing. They're tethered together. Tommy Lee Jones hits his 
booster pack and starts to pull him towards Neptune itself. Um, and this detail in this sequence I really liked was when they're in their spacesuits, I was like, I buy that these two are related. From just eyes and, like, their wrinkles and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I see They kind of have, like, sunken in kind of, yeah. No, I bought it, too. Uh-huh. I got mixed up who was who a couple of times, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then he, they have to detether. He makes them detether. Classic space move. Dude, this, I'm, pretty sh- I'm pretty positive that is actually what happens in Space Cowboys. It happen- and it happens in Mission to Mars. <laughs> Mission to Mars, Red Planet, and, like, Space Cowboys, I think I saw in theaters when I was a kid, all mm-hmm. of them. I couldn't tell you which one's which for most of them. <laughs> so uh, the one, uh, Tim Robbins... All I know is Donald, Donald Sutherland eats a banana on a roller coaster in Space Cowboys, and I remember that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, Tim Robbins is like, let me go, and he takes off his helmet, and he's like, don't come get me. And that's, right. Yeah. Which one has... Is Gary Sinise in the one where they shoot Dr. Pepper through the little hole pinhole in it? That's the thing. It comes out of like a Capri Sun pouch of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> this might be Space Cowboys. <laughs> And Gary Sinise is like, did you find it? Oh, no, yeah, I think that is, I think that's Mission to Mars. That's Gary Sinise. I think that's also with Tim Robbins. That's all the same movie. Sinise. (laughs) And then the ending is like, yeah, we we seeded your planet, basically. Right, right. I love that. That sequence is fucking great. It's great, but that's why I was curious what you thought, because I know you you are, you, you think the truth is out there, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. So I was curious what you thought of this movie just, like, being a grand, pretty grounded space movie, just being like, there's, there's nothing, nothing out there. There's nothing out well, there. Well, I think That's I also... A conspiracy by Disney who owns it now, but yes. Kurt <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Um, <laughs> Kurt Russell's an alien, dude. Um, the... I think the, the point of the alien, movie... But. Yeah, right? The point of the movie is still, like, I still don't think te- humans are advanced enough to find it. Hmm. Maybe... But, like, I also, like, I don't know, like, there, I didn't get enough context for, like, where humanity's at in terms of, like, what year it is and, like, yeah, it doesn't really. But it's not concerned with that because Brad Pitt's not concerned with, the, he's not concerned with the Earth at all. That's true. Unless there was anything at the top that we had missed. Yeah. The end of the movie is he tries to, he, he's waiting at, like, a restaurant and he's, Liv Tyler shows up. Yeah. Um, and then, is that the last shot? It's one of them, yeah. Right, because, like, he, when he lands, he's got, like, a big beard and stuff. Great, great. Brad Pitt was stubble. It's great. Yeah. Um, but he lands, and then a bunch of soldiers grab him. One of them kind of looked like Eminem, but I was like, he definitely doesn't, but my brain's like, that guy looks like Eminem. <laughs> uh, and then he's, like, crying, and I really like that. Uh, but then, yeah, I can't remember what the last shot was, but the, the main thing is, like, oh, it's him giving his, like, testimony, where he's like, I'm going to go live life to the fullest, I'm gonna go kiss a girl in the rain. I'm gonna go uh, ride a bike with no helmet. Well, maybe I'll wear a helmet. That's probably smart. Like he's basically giving like a. It's almost like the live life, the the, the train spottingy kind of. Yeah. It's almost like that. Um, also, question kind of derails a little bit, but do you think there were reshoots? I feel like his hair looked different in some scenes. Like it looked darker. And look sometimes look, it looked yeah. Like, sometimes his hair looked, looked a little weird, but then it jumps around so much in time. That yeah, it was hard to yeah. I'd be 
surprised if it was reshoots. I mean, this is like a weird like meditative. I, I could see of, like the voiceover being added on later, kind of thing. You know, like yeah, but in, I mean, there was probably reshoots, but not in like a not oh in like God, a yeah reshoots. On yeah, it's like no, there probably was, but because this was like tackling different stuff. Because yeah. there's certain people who are like bigger names who aren't. Liv Tyler is not really in the movie. She has like three Skype calls and yeah. then. Shows up at the end. I don't think says anything. And then when the credits roll, it just goes. I could stay <laughs> awake just to hear oh. you breathing. <laughs> I did that once the movie ended, and I thought it was real funny. <laughs> so good. Uh, it, I, I was I was hoping that he didn't have to stay on the fucking the nuke the nuke again. And though, but that that's the thing. It. A couple things are the end. So he nukes the space station. He uses it to propel himself. To propel him. Because Tommy Lee Jones at this point, there's an amazing bit where Tommy Lee Jones, we just see him going farther and farther it's, out. It's tiny. It's so, so tiny. It's tiny, tiny, tiny Lee Jones. <laughs> uh, and Brad Pitt like screams and you just hear this like primal scream that's just like, I don't know. That's what, I was just like, dude, you never heard it. Neptune's never heard this. Yeah. Which is mind boggling. And then... You don't know if he's gonna... You don't know what he's doing, because he, like, grabs, like, a piece of paneling from the space station. He looks at the sun, and then, like, the the, the lens flare that J.J. Abrams sent him points directly at the... <laughs> points directly at the um, spaceship, and he, like, grabs, like, a panel. And you don't know what he's doing. I was like, is he gonna fucking silver surf? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the same thing, dude. <laughs> I thought he was gonna silver surf a little bit. Or he was gonna... I thought he was gonna jump, and then if he had to course correct, he would throw it to, I like, thought he was gonna do that. I yeah. thought that's what it was gonna be, too. Yeah. Um, but he jumps, and he uses it as a shield to push through the ring of Neptune, which yeah. is... Insane. Kind of wild. Yeah. The shots of... There's one thing I noticed. When he's going to the ship, in my brain, the sun would have been to the left. Right? Yeah. For some reason, I'm like, sun, sun to the left. But all the light was coming from, like, the shadows th- were coming from the other side. And I was like, that yeah. feels, like, deliberate. I um, think there were some inconsistencies on the moon, too. Because, like, like, say the sun was here. Mm-hmm. Like, the shadow was, like, here. Mm. On, like, the mountain. Like, that sh- oh, dude, that shit when they so hard, get flung off the... Oh, the side, the ridge into the crater. I was like, that was oh. wild. It had a triple A. Yeah. It had a triple yeah. A sticker. Which is, <laughs> this movie has weird. The moon has weird product placement, and it's great. It's like it works. It's not it, the fact there's an Applebee's, and it's like this is a highlight. Yeah, is great. Yeah, um, it's like fucking Kubrick. What he was doing with 2001. Exactly, Pan Am. Yeah, there's for sure some 2001 parallels, but not as many as you'd think. No. I did, yeah, when he goes into, and it's just total darkness, and then it's you just see the stars, mm-hmm. and then he just turns on, like, the headlights, and then it turns out, you know, they're in the clear from that, but it's still, like... You don't know. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so. it's very disorienting. It's 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 very, very well done. Yeah. Because you see, at first, it's, like, pitch black, and you just see their, like, screen. They're, like, the mm-hmm. faint light of their screen, and then they flick the lights on, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's fucking dope. Fucking space pirates, bro. Space pirates. Um, what is this? Metroid Prime? <laughs> Um, yeah, but so he's still at the end though when he he gets to the ship and he like lands hard on the ship and I thought he was gonna not make this, yeah, uh, which would have been a crazy ending. I would have been like, oh my god, I would have been like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna head out. Uh, the uh, I was gonna say, but even up until then, you don't know is he gonna when the light shines on the ship 
I was like, is he going to go and use his dad's ship to go further? Is he going to just stay and blow up? And then he tries to escape, but then it's like, is he going to go back to Earth, or is he not? And then he'd like, eventually you hear the computer be like, course set for Earth, 2.7 billion miles away. I was like, yikes. <laughs> um... But yeah, then he uses, he starts flying away and then uses the explosion to like push him and it's this giant blue explosion. Question, Brad Pitt just punch a hole in the rings of Neptune? I think he fucked up the rings of Neptune. I think he fucked up the rings yeah, of Neptune. Yeah, I want to see like an after shot and it's just all like regular and then just like fucking well, that's debris everywhere. I, I was like, a lesser movie would. Yeah. This I don't think It's not concerned with that Yeah That would be like A goofy Men in Black Like yeah. where, this, dun, 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 where it just dun, looks dun, like A big dun, cookie Like <laughs> teeth mark um, Cause that would've just Sent like little rocks And dust All over place. And that's like Wild That it's just like This Yeah know, cool. Yeah no I thought the same thing I was like I That definitely would've been like It would've looked like The fucking Trade Federation ship And uh <laughs> The half donut The donut hole <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just would have been like a lesser movie would like do that. It's like, look what he did. Like Galaxy Quest would like do that. Oh my god, (laughs) Tim Allen, and he'd go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, using a nuke, blowing up antimatter, leaving holes on planets. (laughs) No one's gonna blow up moons. Um, But yeah, I yeah, I think I really liked this a lot. It was cool. It was a breath of fresh air. It didn't feel derivative, really. It's based on a book, right? I think it's just Heart of Darkness. Really? I could be wrong, but I gotta look it up. I I think it's original. I'd be cool if it was. I hope it is. It'd be a lot cooler if you was. Yeah, Yeah, written by James Gray and Ethan Gross. Gross. Ethan Gross wrote. Point blank? uh, (laughs) Klepto? Fringe? Episodes of Fringe? Oh, that's cool. Oh, that makes sense. Um, that's it, though. Oh. James Gray directed it as well. He also wrote The Immigrant. Well, all, most of the movies he directed, We Own the Night, hmm. Lost City of Z. Yeah. I, yeah, original screenplay, I guess. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this was really good. I, didn't, I was like... I don't... I, IMAX was definitely worth it. For yeah. that opening sequence alone, even yeah. though we like walked in during that, but I was like, I was like this is cool yeah um, it looked practical too it looked like they had some dude skydiving yeah for sure I, I looked for I, sure it didn't look fake no uh and it didn't look as much like a lot of blockbuster movies do it for real but then they have to fall out has to add a different skyline or whatever so they have to cgi out everything as yeah. a result it's weird but they do it for real ah, that's fucking weird um yeah it cheapens it a little bit it does, where Fallout's like... The rain, um, the thunderstorm cheapens it. thunderstorm is like, what are you doing? Yeah. But at least that's like the one... It's like Fury Road, where it's like the one big CGI thing is like early on, and then they're... That's it. That's pretty well, on, it. And honestly, too, when I rewatched Fury Road in black and white, that scene looks so much better in black and white. It's, it's so good. Well, it even looks... I think it looks pretty good still in um regular version. Uh, the sun is right in my face. I feel like, I feel like Brad Pitt. I'm just like, yeah, it's the sun rays. <laughs> um, I did. I did really like it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess final. Crop. Better, better than Suicide Squad. Yes. Uh, better than Tango and Cash. I don't know how to answer that. I to don't be either. Because it's different kinds of better. <laughs> I don't. All right. Well, comparing it to similar movies like Interstellar or like. Uh, 
probably tighter than Interstellar. Yeah, it's for a little sure. more streamlined. Oh, for sure, more streamlined. I, like, uh, Interstellar is also just like a different. It's a much more emotional story, and like, I'd say this isn't not. It's not not. It's not an not an emotional story, yeah. but it's like deliberate tearjerker kind of shit. Yeah. In, Interstellar. This kind of reminded me of like Sunshine. I was thinking of Sunshine a lot. Sunshine. I need to see that. I heard it's so good. I, I I really like it. The third act kind of drops off though. Um, maybe this is this probably is better. Again, I just think this was tight. Yeah. This is like about like a couple of things. It's probably better than Tango and Cash. <laughs> but again, for different metrics. Exactly. Like it's. You know, like <sighs> Batman and Robin. It's like comparing Batman and Robin in the Dark Knight. Like, you can't. You know? Yeah. Because they're both just as watchable for different reasons. I haven't watched any of that. I really wanted to... I've been wanting to watch Returns really bad. <laughs> Batman Returns. I love Batman Returns. Uh, I actually think I like it more than 89. Yeah, so there's a lot more going on. There's yeah. more fun action scenes and stuff. It's darker. It's weird. He's got that weird rip-away mask at the end. It's great. <laughs> Where, yeah. like, it blatantly cuts to him without any eyeliner on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> movie has like four villains it's great it's great um the circus gang uh boy um is tango and cash does that make sense to be our probably not no, for, for eating our vegetables types of movies yeah it's like an exhausting eat your vegetables movie what's one where it's like ugh. I don't know it's a weird question um Trying to think of like a good movie where I like I watched it, felt like homework, but I, Boyhood. I watched it, it was really good, but it felt like homework. This didn't feel like homework. Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. I enjoyed Phantom Thread. I like this more because of space. Yeah. Phantom Thread's good. That's interesting. I don't yeah. Um I'm trying to think of something else. Uh was it, what won the Oscar last year? Green Book? <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. I haven't seen Green Book. <laughs> I don't think I saw many Folks, of the Oscars. If you're movies. listening at home, just comment on our uh, post if you remember Green Book. <laughs> just say, I do not remember Green Book if you don't remember the Green Book. Or if you do remember the Green Book, I remember the Green Book. <laughs> Um, I'll put a poll up. Do you remember Green Book? Yes or no? Please call it The Green Book. Book. (laughs) That's really funny to me for for no reason. Um, Oh, shit. No, I really like this. I was kind of sneaky excited for this. Um, I'm glad we saw it. I I thought it was a good one to see. Yeah. It it wasn't like mindless bullshit. No. It kind of cleansed my palate from Hobbs and Shaw. (laughs) Fucking hated that movie. You're laughing. What? That, that, has it taken that long to cleanse your Hobbs and Shaw palate? What did I see last? No, I did yeah, say we chapter saw, two. Yeah. I don't know. That didn't really do it for me though either. Like, it was fun though. Yeah. It was a little too long, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, this was perfect. Oh, this was wasn't like, too long. Wasn't too short. Like two hours, two minutes with credits. Yes, yeah, fucking tight, tight movie. That's what I'm saying. Um, it, there's really only one character, like. Really, Donald Sutherland, yeah. <laughs> Who I was like, <laughs> wait, the wait, credits, whoa, whoa, whoa. the credits went by, and I was like, wait a minute, he, I forgot he was in there. Oh, Natasha Leggero cameo. <laughs> wait, 
There's a Natasha Leggero cameo when he goes to Mars. She's like, okay, so you got to oh, check no, in here. Natasha Leone. No, okay, yeah. I mix him up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Natasha Leone, she's, and she's that. like on the keyboard, and I looked at her fingers when she was typing stuff in. It didn't look like she was doing anything. It's weird. Like, why is she? What was, what was it's all, and also she just looks like she's just it, That was cool too because it kind of was like People just like work here that don't really want to work here Yeah You yeah, know yeah. like it was like I kind of like that She could have turned to the camera afterwards and said it's a living And it would have been fine <laughs> <laughs> Exactly it was like She kind of seemed disinterested in her job She mm-hmm. seemed like she had been there way too long She seemed yeah. a little crazy yeah. Her hair was all like crazy and Natasha Leone. Yeah, that was good. I forgot. See, did you ever watch Russian Doll? I did. It was great. Good. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know where it's gonna go, but I liked it. Oh, they're gonna do another season or whatever. I don't know. I'm assuming they were. I don't know. It doesn't need one. It That's doesn't. One of those need ones one. where it's it like stands don't. on its own. Netflix don't. Don't ruin it. Don't fuck this up. Yeah. Netflix. What was another show that only needed one season? Stranger Things. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Yeah. I haven't we watched three. I didn't even. I only watched three once. Mm. You got time. Yeah. I just rewatched before four or something. Yeah. 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 It's a good app. Good this stuff. Good app of the chill zone, man. Just tight. Hour twenty four. I was like, I think we can do it in in one thirty, and I got thirteen percent battery left. This is great, Let's man. Let's fucking cut it. Thanks. We cut the check, man. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks Subscribe for- to us on iTunes and rate us. We're five star men still. Thank We're still you. Somehow five star men. Um, what's gonna be next? I'm curious about that. Joker? So, just cause I don't think I told, talked about this, I am in, I'm in San Francisco around then Napa for that wedding until the 7th. Joker is... The 4th? Yeah. So I don't know if I'm gonna see it that weekend, but... No, it, I mean, I'm probably not gonna rush out either, but... Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> uh, I think pot, maybe even Last Blood, just to, for fucking the I'm, hell of it. I'm I'm on a work trip this week, and I might be able to convince my coworker to be like, do you just wanna kill some time? We're gonna be in Florida, so yeah. I don't wanna do anything in Jacksonville. Yeah. So I would maybe do Last Blood if it's like... It's... Oh, boy, Last Blood's gonna... Last Blood... Is it better than Suicide Squad is going to be the question. That could be a good one. We're going to have to wait. I think we're going to have to dissect it. And, like, if we do that, we're going to have to spend the whole episode dissecting that question. Um, But overall, it's going to be that. Or if we end up seeing something smaller, because there's some small stuff out still. I'm just going to try and catch something. Yeah, I should really. I want to see PB Falcon. I want to see. It's not playing anywhere now. I think I missed my. Yeah, there's, like, one theater still playing it by me, but. It's yeah. It's not really. Brittany runs a marathon. Maybe that's another one. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I I think it'll probably be either Joker or Joker. Joker. Eh? Joker. Not good. Um, <laughs> don't feel very good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to find my. Website. Man, I got that. Because we, we're talking about this in the car. Oh, yeah. Gemini. I'm we're Gemini Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting secretly hyped for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm gonna see it. IMAX 3D high frame rate. Fuck and yeah! It's gonna be wild. Yeah, I'll um, try it. Yeah, because it's. I, I was saying this in the car, like a CGI human character based off of one of the charismatic, most charismatic actors ever. That they had to render 120 frames a second in 3D. That's like doing that 120 times over, or two, 240 times over. Yeah, and also I think um, 
he yeah he's gonna be I, I might look better in high frame rate yeah it might look better than I can't remember how the, Hobbits, how the Hobbits kind of went with that but yeah. I don't know but yeah thanks for listening everybody we had fun this was a good one good one pleasant surprise pleasant Brad Pies <laughs> anyway um, anywho bye bye over my dead body